Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one win till at a time. Back with his Wednesday guest, Mr. Adrian Hernandez. How you doing, sir? Let's go. It's Saturday. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is Saturday, brother. Every day is Saturday. Every hey, day is Saturday. So, so I was lucky enough just to wrap up three interviews with Anna Kelly, who is my Wednesday guest right before yours. And she and I were investors during the last great or during the great recession. And something I thought I would follow that discussion up with you on is, all right, Adrian, you and I, decent investors. We, we got some stuff today. But let's say we could get in a time machine, keep all of our knowledge that we have now, and bingo, bango, it's 2010. We're just dropped into where we were. What, what are some of the things you might do different? Because I know there's a few things that I would do different, but what would you do different? Yeah, I love that. Let's get in the, let's, let's, let's hop in the, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go and hop in the DeLorean real fast. Yeah, where's, where's my lights? Let me get all the lights going here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hit it. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. So, I mean, I, I think the first thing that I would do different, it's, it's interesting because my wife and I have this conversation often. Well, at least once a week, right? And, oh, there we go. There we go. We're hopping into the DeLorean. We're going back. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I digress. No, I love it. I love it. I would say the biggest thing would be is buying everything that we thought was, well, see, at that time, I didn't know what I knew now, right? So right. had I know what I know now and, and, and looked at every single deal back then, we, we would have bought everything. I would yeah. have, see, at the time I was a real estate agent and I was, I was giving these properties away to other investors. Yeah. Number one, I would have bought them. Uh, and number two, I would have switched up the way that I marketed and my approach to sellers. Yeah. See, back then it was just listing, listing, listing. You see, I would have, I would have came with them, you know, like we talk about the nine different degrees of wealth, or you talk mm -hmm. about one reno at a time, finding different creative ways to get the deal under contract. Mm -hmm. I would have been having more of those conversations and buying uh, as many properties as I possibly can while keeping our overhead as low as we possibly could. Yeah. One of the things that I fully admit, knowing that you and I were going to talk about this, so I prepared ahead of time, so I cheated. Uh, one thing I did is I didn't change the quality of what I bought. So let me let me describe what I did there, right? So for for five years, I'm buying kind of just bread and butter, C plus, B minus, just middle of the road stuff. But what I could have been buying is class A stuff, because mm. in my market, the class A and class B stuff kind of fell the same. So for a while there, and again, I'm looking back and we did okay. I'm just going, hey, if we could do it again, we could do it better. Right. So like, for example, I was buying houses repeatedly for under 50 grand. But again, it was the B stuff. If I would have been happy buying the 75 or 80, or dare I even say 90 grand, we would have done even better. Yeah. I could have bought class A stuff. And again, the class B stuff has gone up 400%. The class A stuff has gone up 400, maybe 500%, but the numbers are bigger. Right. Right. So yep. the first thing I know I would have been, I, I would do different today is I would go shopping in the class A neighborhoods. I would buy less, but better. That would yeah. be the first thing I would do. Um, and then the second thing I would do, and it'd be very closely, I would start raising capital earlier, right? I started raising private capital probably 2012 by right. accident. I was basically telling everybody, look at all these houses I buy and it's crazy. And people are like, I'm scared, right? Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, they just went at bust. 
basically right. take my money and I'll pay 10. I was paying 10%. I would have raised money earlier, uh, private money, my network, one, still one, one loan, one property. I would never, I wouldn't have pooled cap. None of that stuff. None of that, right. none of that yeah. big like syndication stuff. It's just not right. who I am, but I would have raised more and I would have done nicer stuff. Um, those are the first two things that jump out at me. Yeah. I was, you know, at the time, if I look at it, I was really, you know, I was just getting into the market. I think I would have started with single family. As you're talking, I would have really started with heavy with single family. Mm -hmm. And then towards 2015, 2014, exchange those for 20 unit, 17 units, yeah, 30 that units, 40 units. Now that, you know, as we're talking, I mean, you see the, yes, there was that patch of, of COVID, right? Where they weren't mm -hmm. paying, but sure. those that withstand the storm. Yeah. They're, they're on the huge upside right now, which is interesting. Yeah, that's and that's my next one. That's exactly it. Again, we did it by accident. It was just right. kind of, we were, we, were, we were running around trying to pick up all the stuff we could. Uh, and we picked up a couple of apartments, right? An 18, a couple, a couple of tents, which is really a 20 uh, by accident. Um, I would have purposely thought those out. Because again, the other thing people don't realize is residential and multifamily, they have different cycles. Yep. People talk about a real estate market like it's all the same. Oh my God, it's not the same. The lending is not the same. The value is not the same. What is hot, what is not, not the same. Right. You know, and again, wrote about it in my first book, how we 1031 out of houses into apartments at the perfect time. Still would have done that, but I would have gone nicer. And then as those nicer stuff ran up, I might have flipped into nicer apart. The big thing for me is I'd have bought, I would have gotten less but nicer is kind of my big takeaway and rose probably five six seven x maybe even say 10x given that book title amount of private capital so we would be bigger today and we'd have nicer stuff today is my biggest takeaway from if i had to do it again today yeah i love that i love that and for agents right for those of us that maybe on the agent and or wholesaler end uh, start to think about what michael's saying because we still have an opportunity Mm -hmm. right? We still have an opportunity. And uh, there's another video that we did that talks about this. So go back and, you know, watch that because we go in depth on what the tools that we've learned, how we can implement those moving forward, if things were to change. So, you know, for agents, and those of you that are on, you know, boots on the ground, biggest thing that you know, if I look back, I would, it would be the skill set, and it would mm -hmm. be learning and reading books learning things and reading books that I'm just now getting turned on to, I'm just now getting exposed to that I wish I would have read and been exposed to back then. Yeah. Think about agents. Cause again, I've, I've had, I've had the luxury of thinking about this for a while. So it's, it's kind of similar to today. Uh, back in 2006, before this all blew up, there was a record number of uh, licensed real estate agents, right? Uh, California associations, real national association, highest, um, I don't know, associates or eight, whatever the, whatever the count is more right. than ever before. Oh, by the way, we broke that record right now. We have it again. <laughs> um, it's back. It's back and it's bigger. Uh, yeah. But if you go to 2008, nine, I don't know what it was. 30% left. This is what I want to tell you. If I was an agent, right? You're coming out of this, you know, it, you have inventory, you have a network. Realize that maybe your commissions go down. But what I would have told an agent, because again, I know I knew agents that were making hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. selling short sales. 
you should have been buying agents. <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. Exactly. Yeah. And and those that had REO accounts. Oh my right? goodness. Yes. They were getting they were getting properties at twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars, right? You should have bought every single one. So is as I look at it, right? I think a lot of us would maybe say control our lifestyle, right? Would be something that if we look back at would be control the lifestyle so we don't we don't ever have to get to that point yeah uh, and and it's interesting yeah that, that's a good point again the, the other thing to realize as an agent as i'm kind of revisiting 06 pre-collapse with today the agents that adjusted their lifestyle down first right they lowered their overhead to your earlier comment it made it easier to get because there will be bad times if it happens again Right. transactions stop a la Q4 2018. We didn't really have price trust, but transactions stopped. Right. Right. So again, sometimes you got to, you know, sell, you know, give back the third car. You don't need it. Stop flexing. Right. You don't need the third vacation house. Reduce the lifestyle so that you can get through it and you come out stronger. Trust me. Right. You get through the bad times and come out the other side. You're, you're a legend. Yep. And control the leverage, right? Control the leverage. There's a I think that there's a very, you can do, you know, I've seen people where yes, they lived a lifestyle, but everything was paid off. So when things hit the fan, they were able to sell everything and they were, they, you know, they withstand at the storm. They use that money to go buy rentals. Mm -hmm. uh, but for some of us, we're, we have like four or five car leases. You can't get rid of those, no, right? You got credit cards. That's not like, a good look. <laughs> you can't get, there's nothing you're going to do to be able to get rid of that. You can try to sell it, but you're, you know, you're going to come out of pocket. So there's a lot to look at there. I would, you know, be mindful of that. And for those that are listening today and maybe thinking, shoot, what can we do today? Maybe look at all these points that we're talking about and ask yourself, how can we, how can we start to make those adjustments today? Mm -hmm. So we're not having this what if conversation in the future. Absolutely. Folks, if you don't know already, Adrian has his entire playlist on this channel full of stuff, helping me set my mindset. He's giving me some one-on-one -on -one coaching. It is all there, but how can people find you, Adrian? Yeah. Uh, Instagram at Adrian Hernandez, YouTube, just uh, type in Adrian Hernandez real estate. That'd be cool. Cause it'll, you know, hype the numbers. All right. Thank there you, you go. Thanks buddy.